Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. Uh, there's Tom Shelby. Hello. That's Shanae Howard. Hi. Uh, every week we get together and we talk about video games and whatever else. Mm. That sound you're hearing is probably cinnamon eating. They can't. They can probably hear that's really loud. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, really uh, it's funny because I just I commented uh, two nights ago that she waited until I started streaming to start eating her food. She wasn't hungry before I started. But, you know, it is what it is. Shanae, what have you been up to? Uh, it's playing Mario and Rabbids still. Uh, enjoying that a lot. Mario plus Rabbids. Mario plus Rabbids. Kingdom Battle. The Reckoning. So. So. Who's your favorite rabbit? Uh, I like the... Roger Rabbit. I like the Mario Rabbit a lot. I think he's a really funny personality. Uh, how many rabbits are there? A lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's like so as we go through the game and like you're going and you're like you're traversing, like there'll be like things that pop up to like look around, mm -hmm. and so you do that and you'll see them like doing random <clears throat> funny things. Is there a Bowser rabbit? Not that I've seen yet. That'd be cool. Um. I mean, you, you said you mentioned a Yoshi rabbit. Yeah, I like the Yoshi rabbit. Easily, uh, really helpful. You can dash a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Cool. Just playing that. That's it. Nothing else. Um, where's my go? Yeah, how's that going? Um, they just did like a. They do did like a new special um. Like special task thing. That's pretty fun. Though it's gonna be like more complicated as it goes on. But yeah. Complicated how? Uh, like you have to like, um, you have to like catch a ditto, which, and one on like a third chapter of it. So you kind of go by like chapters. Like what's I, a ditto? Um, so it is a Pokemon that can look like any other Pokemon. Mm, like more. Yeah. So like. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's so a clay face of Pokemon. So, like, you don't know if you're catching a ditto until after you've caught it, because it just looks like another Pokemon, and even says sure. that name. Mm -hmm. So, um, I haven't caught that many, and on the next chapter I have to do, I have to catch one, and I'm just like, awesome. This will be fun. Can he use the powers of other Pokemon, or just assume their appearance? I can use their powers as well. Hmm. Right on. Tom, what have you been up to? Uh... So I'm as far in Tetris Effect as like like I would consider myself to have played that game, you know? Yeah. Uh there's a few things that to clean up here or there. That will come with time. Tetris yeah. Effect will be a game that I play probably for the next couple of years off and on. Yeah. Uh but I've I've done what I went there to do, you what, know. And what was that? Well, like I beat journey mode on all all of the difficulties. Mm-hmm. I've posted high scores in all the other modes. Of my friends list, I'm the highest in every single mode. Cool. Uh, but your sister just got it, so... Yeah, she's catching up to me real quick. You might be dethroned. Yeah, that's very possible. My sister bought a PlayStation for Tetris Effect. That made me very happy. It's not a bad reason. Um, so other than that, I mean, that's all I've really had time for. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been telling me that um, they're like, every time I bring up Tetris Effect, they're like, you need, you really need to play it in VR. And 
I don't know. I like I haven't I don't haven't really played much in VR, and yeah. I and I haven't really played a lot of Tetris Effect, to be honest. Uh, the only thing I know is that game is good to look at, and it sounds nice. Yeah, Patrick messaged me uh, asking if he would enjoy it outside of VR. Like that's how I've been playing, and I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's going to be jumping in on that. Uh, Killer Seven was stealth released, so I bought that. Very excited for that. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know that, look into Capcom 5. Suda 5 won. First game he did that wasn't a VN. Mm-hmm. Um, with help from Shinji Mikami, who mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's, just, it's just a great game. Uh, and, uh, so I'm getting ready to jump into that. Also, I'll, I'll probably be doing more of uh, Pro Skater HD on stream. Just finish that out. Finish that out. Yeah. Uh, you're, really, you're really good at Pro Skater, Tom. Oh, no. I'm real bad at it. <laughs> Except for the fact that you don't know the specials. I figured them out in that in that stream. I must have not been looking. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. Like, does I forget, does it do a special sound when you do the specials? Yeah. Uh okay. Um so yeah. That'll be my next thing is Killer Seven, but like that'll be like oh two sitting game. Yeah. Uh so the uh with that game, like, the, like they're all the, like, multiple personalities of that one guy, right? Harmon, yeah. And, like, it's funny, like, every time, like, I can never remember his name, and I was, and, like, every time I try to remember his name, I always think Waylon Jennings, I'm like, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very weird game. Uh, it's all on rails, so if you watch video of it, you, you would probably think it's just a third-person action game. Yeah. Uh, but it's all on rails, which is very strange. Well, it's funny, because I think back to when that when that game was first getting coverage before the initial release, and I and I didn't, it, like, it very much didn't seem like it was on rails. Right. Uh, like, everything everything that you see of it just doesn't give that impression. Yeah. And Mikami's influence is all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fixed camera angles... Uh, some very Resident Evil-esque puzzles, mm-hmm. uh, no moving and shooting at the same time. Like, he's all over that game. Uh, and as far as Suda goes, like, for your first game that's not a VN, pretty fucking cool. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a fan of Suda, like, because of, like, well, his his games always have, like an, like, an interesting, like, hook or mechanic to them that, like, I find fun. But he always he also has like a signature weirdness that like a lot of the time when people when people are like that weird about like their movie or their game I'm just like totally not into it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason with him like I find it charming. Yeah, he's a strange guy. Um, he's talked about with with that game like he came up with the gameplay before he came up with the story. He's talked about sixty percent of the story had been cut out of that game. Yeah. Um, which is a lot, you know. Did but he, he also talks about like. Like, in life, not everything is explained to you, so why does a game need to be completely explained to you? Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's a very strange man. Even, like, the the character Travis in there, uh, is con- like, every time you see him, he's wearing a different t-shirt. Yeah. With, like, a different word or phrase on it, you know? And, like, you see that now with Travis, Travis Strikes Back. He's doing the same thing, mm-hmm. which is strange. Like, it makes me wonder if Travis Touchdown is supposed to be in some way related to Travis from Killer7. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. If you like weird, weird games. Play all of his games. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite pseudo game? Killer7. 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 Yeah. Um, my, I, 
man, I kind of, I feel like it's gotta, for me, it's probably gotta be Shadows of the Damned. It's like Killer7, all of his other games, whether it's, you know, uh, No More Heroes or Killer is Dead or Shadows of the Damned mm-hmm. or Liberation Maiden or any of them, mm-hmm. uh, even his earlier stuff, you can point to another game that is like those games. You can't find another game that's like Killer7. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, to- I I got too many games. I know you did. Like, I fucked up. <laughs> I, asked, I asked our Discord what everybody's going to be playing this weekend. Ryan's like, I'm going to play Red Dead, yeah. Fallout 76, yeah. and Metro. Yeah. It's like, dude, like Fallout 76 or Red Dead like, is what, probably what, enough. What, like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, like, where do I, like, who has the time? Nobody. Like, uh, so I did. Probably. Uh, so I did get into Fallout 76 a little bit. And, like, I knew what I was getting into. Okay. But it just. It just feels weird. It is weird. You know, like, like playing it, like, because the game, it goes out of its way. Like, okay, so for those of you who don't know, there are no human NPCs in the game. But the game goes out of its way to tell you that there were people here, but now they're not. Right. And, like, it does that constantly. Yeah. And it's the weirdest thing. And in Fallout 4, there were people here. Yeah. <laughs> now there are not. <laughs> now, there, now there are no people here. Yeah. Uh, like, because it keeps telling you to, like, meet up with this person. Like, you'll find uh, uh, an audio log or something, mm-hmm. and then you'll get a quest uh, that says, go meet up with this person here. But, of course, they're either gone or dead. Like, every time. Uh, but um, it... it there were a couple of times where I found other players. Yeah. And like the, like the irony of the the irony of it was that like I thought, "Hey, let me talk to this person." But then I was like, "No, I feel weird. I'm not going to say anything to him." You shouldn't have bought it then. Uh I mean, they they said, right? Bethesda says, Pete Hines, Todd well, Howard, they say, well, "Tommy, about- you can play this by yourself." Which but like it doesn't it seems like that's half the fun. Just playing with other people. Well, no, Tom, I didn't say that I didn't want to play with people. Yeah. I'm just saying that in the context of just happening upon a random person. Yeah. Like, because in multiplayer games, like, as far as cooperation, like, a lot of the stuff that I do is in a matchmaking setting. Right. Like, I'm usually queuing up for something. Right. Like, even in the context of something like World of Warcraft, I was always queuing up for something. Sure. And you just throw me in there with the people. Like, the, the, the hurdle for me is... Is linking up like but once we're all linked up i'm good so just lone wolf it and kill them all uh so i did see someone who's i did see someone who was wanted yeah uh and i don't know i i'm assuming that's because he killed another player or something that uh could be you. It, yeah i could no i could that could be me uh play that bon jovi song yeah the whole time on a loop yeah. uh but like it does you know, it feels like, aside from that, though, you know, it it feels like, um, you know, it feels very similar to Fallout 4 in, like, as far as, uh, like, a lot of the stuff that you're doing. They did some, they, they went a little bit more, like, in depth with, like, some of the crafting and stuff. Yeah, that, that, uh, they showed that off. Which, like, is really, I think, like, one of the, one of the cornerstones of this game uh, is like a lot of like you know the crafting and and 
like like building your equipment and stuff like that. Um, because in Fallout Four, you're not you you're you're not building the weapons. You're modifying the weapons that you find or purchase. Right. And now, like like one of the first things that I did was I built a gun, uh, and you know it it feels it feels really cool in that like they kind of they made it so that like they really want you to focus on like the survival stuff which is like i like the survival mode in fallout 4 yeah uh with like you know like i don't know what it is i, I like survival modes and shit and like worrying about hunger and fatigue and all that shit uh well you're gonna love red dead yeah <laughs> uh but uh i played a banjo in a in fallout and a mouth harp yeah uh I don't know why. I don't know what purpose it served. It just let me do that. Fun. <laughs> uh, but um, it's neat. Uh, some of the uh, oh, one of the things though was they changed vats. Yeah. In a way that uh, that like, because I had wondered like, how is vats gonna work? And it's it, aim assist basically, right? Yeah, because like now, like instead of instead of it being like it slows down time, uh, instead it just like you turn on vats and then you just don't have to aim. You just click the mouse over and over and over. Or pull the trigger over and over again, yeah. and then you have a percentage that determines whether, like, whether or not like your shots are going to hit. Um, I don't know. It's I, I kind of actually I found that like more fun to do it like that. Um, but then I but I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it uh, because you know I have Red Dead. Does the shooting feel improved over Fallout Four? Uh, so there's here's the thing, right? One of the things that like I that I noticed a lot with uh the division was there was that delay. Oh, I hate that was the delay yeah between the shots and the that is why i couldn't play hunt showdown uh that's the only reason why i'm not currently playing that game and like i didn't notice it wasn't immediately apparent to me yeah like i felt like everything was one-to-one -one, yeah. but then like uh i went to this quest where like it was like kill this many of these robots right uh, and so I was shooting at them, and then I was noticing that like mm. there was a there was a half second delay, mm. and uh, it's just it's significant. It's it's like jarring, you know. It's like it's really off putting, and you know, and that like every time when that happens, that takes me out of it. Yeah. And yeah, I can't do it. Excuse me. One of the one of the one of the reasons I was able to get so much out of destiny was i didn't have that problem right like it was always online but like all that shit was like synced up really well right um and so like that like th that just especially when we're talking about uh, uh an environment where i could potentially be fighting other players and like it's one thing if i'm just fighting npcs like i like i was able to kind of look past it to a degree with with the, with the division because like at like at, at the end of the day i was like playing with friends and having a good time just doing that yeah but like if we're talking about like a competitive like a potentially competitive uh environment then like there are going to be plenty of times where i'm going to immediately assume that the game is working against me because of things like that like yeah and i always i always hate that about those kinds of games i've heard people say about the division and about destiny oh the game's not great but it's a chat room with your friends where you can do stuff you know, I'm like, eh. It's like, but is that like the bar I that could, we set? I could find a great game to do that with. You know? Yeah. Uh, which is like, like, what kind of standard is that to set yeah. for a video game? Yeah. Um, 
so I haven't really been playing a lot of that, and I I want to. I don't have like a, a concrete opinion of the game just yet. Of course, because um, I've spent like less than five hours with it. And I've heard people say that they they hate it. I've people I've heard people say that they they love it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely not for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I got it for uh, uh, like a uh, a steal. A quite quite the discount. So I just like why not? Sure. Um, but I got Red Dead. Which I bought for full price. As you should have. Well, yes, I did. And holy cow, that game is dense. Yep. Uh, and not just in like terms of like nope. environment, but like that game will keep your hands busy because there you got to push so many buttons to do so many different things. Uh, and on one hand, like a lot of it makes sense. But on, the, but on the other hand, it's like, this is complicated. But um, I'm slowly getting the hang of it. But, like, I'm, like, maybe six hours into the game, and I'm still being tutorialized on, like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, some of, like, beyond that, though, like, the level of detail in that game is, it's staggering. Yeah. Um, like, it, when Which I was, is to be expected. Right? When I was playing it, I was thinking about all the stuff, Tom, that you said about Mario. About, like, as far as when he was in the desert, uh, and, like, what was it, like, he was in the water, like, when he was in the desert, like, he was, like, sand on his clothes or something like that. Yeah, and oh, honestly, yeah, if he yeah. gets wet, yeah. and then gets into sand, sand will stick to his clothes, yeah. and things of that nature. So, like, one of the things that I noticed... Right, a whole different level, though. When I, one of the things that, so, at the start of the, the game starts with you in a blizzard, um, and so, like, obviously, like, your clothes are covered in snow... And there's a, there's a scene like very early on where you go inside and the snow is melting on your clothes, which is like, if they didn't do that, I wouldn't have noticed. But they did that, and I did notice. Yeah. And uh, or there was a there was there was one point at which like I killed a guy, and I like I meant to uh, loot his body, but I actually like picked him up, and like I put him over my shoulder, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't mean to do that, so I put him back down. But when I put him back down, his blood was on my yeah. clothes uh it's like in like or uh like i went to town and like it was muddy and there's like it was like like track like footprints and wagon tracks and all that shit and i got in a fit i got in a bar fight and that that uh that ended with that uh culminated me being thrown out of a window and like me and the other guy were like rolling around in the mud fighting and like there was mud all over my clothes and i was like i've never Did you seen that fight yeah, but it took forever because the guy was huge, and uh, and I and I'm like not a hundred percent on like the hand to hand stuff in that game, um, but like yeah, like the game is, it's it's got a lot going on, and it has you doing something like all the time. There's always something to do, and there's like there's always something to do or someone to talk to, or something to look at, and it's just. Is Morgan an interesting character? He is, uh, yeah. and and it's funny because, like, he's he's interesting early. He's he be, he's interesting earlier on than John Marston was, uh, in in the in the first Red Dead Redemption, um, because he's got like um, Marston, like you see, is like he's like very, right away he you very much like. You know, I'm trying to be a nice guy, yeah. but I've got like I've got like a shitty past. But like, I don't want to be an asshole. But you know, I'm I'm also like a criminal. So, 
and like it's kind of him like kind of his whole time like trying to make amends for like the shit that he's done whereas redemption as it were sure whereas um arthur very has a more bleak and almost nihilistic point of view and he's like but at the same time he's got depth and complexity to him um and he seems to be very contemplative as far as like his relationships with people yeah. or his dealings with like other people that he encounters. Um, like there's a there's that one point where I had to go and uh, collect this guy for a bounty, and this guy like the guy was like trying to talk him like talk his way out of it, and like he, the guy was like, uh, the guy was like, you know, who made you the judge? And then like Arthur is like. I mean, I'm just in it for the money. Yeah. Uh, like, and he was like, apparently you've been doing something that's been killing people. I don't know. It's none of my business, but uh, you got to come with me. And it's just like, he's just like, whatever. Like, I'm just here for the money. I just, I just, I'm doing what I have to to get shit done. But he's also dealing with his like uh, disintegrating mm-hmm. relationship with his, his gang and like by a larger extent, the leader of the gang. And, um, he is a he is an interesting character, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he uh, how he turns out. I will, Have I will, you had coffee yet? Uh, no. So this is one of my favorite things of gameplay that I've seen is that like I bought when you're in camp and you're talking to people, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking at them like you would in real life. Yeah. And if Arthur is having coffee, he'll be drinking, but like still looking at the person he's yeah. talking to. I'm like. That's a nice touch. Like you know? a lot of the interactions are like very like, it's they're very human yeah. and they seem they seem natural. Uh, the idea of being able to like greet people and like and react to the, like the things that they say to you or do is really neat. Sure. Um, like, as far as the controls go, like I've seen people complain about the controls as well. You know. Yeah. But like. I have not played every Rockstar game, but every Rockstar game I have played, none of them, none of them have had like standout controls. Well, see, like uh, when one of the things that I've heard very often with where this game's concerned is they talk about how Arthur's movements are like sluggish. Like there's a they, there's a little there's a little bit of a of a wind up between when you press the stick forward and he starts moving, sure. and then like. What's the last Grand Theft Auto that you've played? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like... And isn't that better than XXXXX? Yeah. You know, and like... And that's more realistic, and that's obviously what they're trying to go for. Yeah, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the method acting of video games. <laughs> um, it's kind of just... There's, like, there's... I think one of the things that they want... that they should, And I could be totally off base here, but everything that you do seems like deliberate like you have to like you actually have to have like purpose behind everything that you do like they 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 make it so that like every action that you take is like layered in so many things um there's like so many different ways to like handle your weapon there's so many different ways to like i don't said pilot your horse ride your horse uh there's just like so many different things that there's so many different variations on everything that you do yeah and it's neat, but uh, at the same time, like I keep finding myself like freezing up because I'm like, what, 
like what's the question? I the button I pressed to do this thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there were there were a bunch of times during like gunfights when I'd like accidentally like come out of cover. I'm like, oh no, hold on. But like he doesn't automatically run. You have to yeah. You have to press X or like he's walking. So like I accidentally pop out of cover and like Arthur's like casually walking back around the fucking crate that he was hiding behind while people were shooting at him. Um, but yeah, given the way that the game controls, do you think? So this month, they're supposed to launch their multiplayer. Yeah. And there were heavy rumors that it would be a battle royale. Do you think that's feasible? Uh, do I think that battle royale in the context of that? of the In the context game? of the gameplay itself, yeah. do you think battle royale would work? No. Yeah. I don't think that would be fun for anybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's perfectly fine when we're talking about a game where the people that you're shooting at are controlled by AI. Sure. But when you have, when you're trying to account for the unpredictability of other people, it just seems like it wouldn't be a really great yeah. time. And we don't know that that's, that's what's, what it's going to be. Yeah. That was just big time rumored for yeah. a while. Um, I can say that if that were the case, like as interesting as that sounded on paper before I knew anything about how the game played, mm. um, like av- having spent a few hours with the game, like I can honestly say that I that's not what I would want the multiplayer to be. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, it, 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 think about the other options though, right? Like a traditional uh, deathmatch or yeah. whatever it might be, or something more similar to GTA Online, even. Yeah. I like, think something similar to GTA Online would probably make the most sense. I think so too. But like, still, when you get into like when you get into a firefight, yeah, is, is that just going to be a problem? Um, yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, no. You know, and and I don't think like there are a lot of inputs for the game, but I don't think that it is so complex that it would be it wouldn't be feasible. Sure. And I don't think it's so complex that it couldn't potentially be fun, um, because really. But even things like like Dead Eye probably wouldn't work. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, I remember. I'm, I'm trying to remember how Dead Eye worked in online in the first Red Dead. I couldn't tell you. Um, it doesn't work, and obviously it didn't like obviously you can't slow down time and I'm for everybody yeah. right uh, so it didn't work that way but they 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 figured something out well you know that I and killing floor two works I will say this <laughs> uh, yeah that's true is that time it slows it for everyone yeah which is like and it's not annoying yeah it's it's just like like I like like because like you'll be shooting at people and all of a sudden time will slow down you're yeah. just like somebody got a got a headshot uh, yeah but during those times I'm like hey three shots for me yeah you know? uh I will say this: that game really, really wants you to smoke. Just like, it, I'm, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being hyperbolic, but sure. uh, like you are, you are rewarded for smoking. Like you get all the benefits and none of the drawbacks, and I think that's really cool. Well, sure. Uh, it's like real life. Yeah. Like if 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 <laughs> the only if the only effect in real life. Uh, of smoking cigarettes was that I would I would handle a firearm better than I'd smoke a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, but sadly that's not the case. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to putting more time in that game because uh, I I really I really do like it. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've already mentioned like Rockstar games aren't really my cup of tea. There, I mean. I mean there. There have been Rockstar games I've really loved. But it's always been like bully, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but 
Like, I've never been really into GTA. I guess Chinatown Wars, but that was quite a bit different, you yeah. know? Yeah. That was that was them making the uh, the original GTA formula better and more fun. Uh, I don't know. I think that I think that uh, um, Rockstar games tend to have like not not just in terms of gameplay, but also kind of have sometimes have a cynicism that is not for everybody. Uh, but also in terms of gameplay, though. Uh, there was a like it's weird because like you have games that control like GTA 4 and GTA 5 but then you also have they also have a shooter that controls like you know like more like Max Payne mm -hmm. but then even still you have a game with mechanics in it like Bully had mm -hmm. um, and it's just so it's like it's hard to say like what is a like like what is a Rockstar game mechanically speaking uh, I'm not I'm, I guess I'm not like speaking more to the mechanics, just like I never really got into any Rockstar yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, I do think you could generalize most of their games. Yeah, there's the occasional outlier, like, you know, fucking like you know, Tales you know, or whatever. You know what Rockstar game you need to play, Shane? You need to play some Manhunt. But, like, in general, even if it is Bully, Bully shares a lot of similarities to GTA, you know? Like, a significant amount of similarities to GTA. So, like, I'm not trying to say all those games are the same, right? Like, GTA 3 to, to San Andreas, those are pretty different games, right? But, like, mechanically speaking, they are... You could you could definitely see where one influences the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, Shanae, what, what are we talking about this week? Uh, do we want to talk about that? I want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, Shanae. Yeah. Lay it on me. Uh. It's all right. It's all right. Take your time. Well, Words are hard. You want me to do it for you? If you if you'd like, but um. <laughs> I, I no, I'll do it. It's, okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I go, it. go ahead. You got it. I I, got I, tr it. I trust you with it. You, you should not. I'm giving you the keys. Mmm. No choice. Yeah. Um. So like. I think we can all say that there's a trends in video games we've noticed. Yeah. yeah. Like right now, obviously it's Battle Royale. Yeah. Like if you go on like on your like even on your phone, there's a billion PUBG and Fortnite wannabes that like take images that are very similar to those and try to like entice you to get play the games with that. Um, but I guess like I, I guess that was like, kind of like and besides everyone like talking about it mm -hmm. per se, but like I don't know. I guess like. Uh, I guess I wanted to say, like, the, the PUBG mobile game that is not PUBG, but it, it has the, fr the frying pan as yeah. the symbol. That was when I was like, this is, this genre is too much. Like, it's, it's just everywhere. There needs to, like, it's just, it's taking over. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess, like, at, at the moment that I was like, yeah, because there's definitely, like, been trends where I, where I haven't felt it's too much. It's just, I know that this is what the trend is at the moment. I guess kind of like, like, um... Like you said, they were pretty fine with all the zombie games. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Dead Island for me was like, uh, I'm a little bit over the zombie games. I did not care for Dead Island. I tried. Yeah, Dead Island's a bad game. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, I finished it. But yeah, I guess I want to talk. Tom, it's like that time when like you were a kid, like you were talking about like you would buy that game, and you would say, 
you would you would just force yourself to think it was good because yeah. like you didn't have money to like buy a game that would be good. Sure. That was Dead Island. Sure. Uh, for me, like anytime there's a trend like this, and some of them are more obvious than others, like Battle Royale, right? Because yeah. that, that hit on a large scale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this Fortnite dance. I kind of get tired. Of it. I'm not tired of Battle Royale, but that's only because I haven't played a lot of Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, like we're seeing it now with like uh, Metroidvanias. I love Metroidvanias, right? I have for for a long, long time, but I don't need every game to be one. Yeah. Um, Is there any particular game that like popped in your mind? You're like, well, it's like the Messenger. I like the Messenger so far from what I've played. And the Messenger for the first few hours is a linear game. It takes a long time, but then it becomes a Metroidvania. I'm like, is this really necessary? I don't think this has anything to that game. Um, and there's just a, a tremendous amount of them nowadays. I feel like. Like Dead Cells, people refer to as one. I have not played much of Dead Cells, you know. Based on what Tom has taught um, me about Metroidvania, is that game is not one. Yeah, I mean, and you have the old staples that are still putting out new games like Shantae. Shantae's been around since the Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't hold it against them, but I just feel like there's there's just way too many of them, and they are not all good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same thing like uh, 2016 or so. Uh, seemed like everything had to have roguelike mechanics in it. Yeah, I was going to say that. You know, I like some roguelikes, but at the same time, I don't want that in every fucking game. Yeah, you look at it sometimes. Ryan and I, a couple years before that, we used to joke about cards in video games. They were everywhere. At that point, there were cards in games that didn't need to have cards in them. There was some fucking Halo game that had come out. I I think it was Spartan Wars or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. And they were like... Yeah, there's two of them. They're both on Steam. And they put them cards in there. And then the first Tomb Raider had cards in it. The first uh, the first in the reboot thing yeah. had cards for the multiplayer. And then just aesthetically, uh, since you know indie games have seen this high success over the past decade or so, uh, I'm seeing a shit ton of like retro throwback, like retro throwback games, right? Pixel art games and all that. Yeah. Like, if that's what you're going for and you do a good job of it, I'm in. But there's just like every week 20 more come out and most of them are garbage, you know? Yeah. Uh... With Battle Royale, like I won't say that because I've played very few of those games, you know? And I had, I've had fun with the ones I have played. I think that's, you know, that reminds me more of Horde Mode becoming a thing, right? People got sick of Horde Mode for a while. I love like killing floor, right? Like I yeah. love horde mode. They get the whole game right. horde mode. Yeah. Uh, like with see, and I don't know. I I myself am not necess- I'm not like I'm not tired of you know battle royale. I will say that you know it it became very widespread very quickly. But like, why wouldn't it? You know, it's yeah. it's, it's. But it always works that way, right? Yeah. Like. First-person shooters on consoles blew up for a while. It seemed like that's all you were getting, right? Yeah. Uh, like, Third-person platformers I'll... on consoles blew up for a while, right? Like, it's, no, it's always I'll... been that way. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's what a trend is. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I think Army of Two was when I was like, I'm I'm done with the shooters for mm. a hot minute. Like, it's just like, it is like everything is becoming that. I think yeah. that was, like, the tipping point for me where I was like, I want something new. I want something different. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, like, I, I remember when, um, when, uh, I first, I first played, uh, what was it, Road Redemption? Yeah. And, 
like I remember you told me about it, and it, you were like, Ryan, it's like Road Rash. If Road Rash was a, had roguelike stuff in it, mm. which yes, yeah. Um, but that's also like that. The thing about it is that like I don't really it. Road, uh, Road Redemption was one of those things where you know I don't mind if you know we're rehashing that uh, that mechanic if you're putting like an interesting uh, dressing around it. Mm -hmm. Uh, because like I, I mean, there I played a million uh, roguelike platformers or 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 roguelike dungeon crawlers, something like that. But I've never played a roguelike racing game, yeah. you know. And that and that that was that made that was interesting to me, right? Well, it was about that same time I saw Rogue Skies and like roguelike airplane combat game. I'm like, okay, never never done that before, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, and so like in like I I think I you know I I mentioned this before and that is that like in the in the in like a four decade history of video games like it's it's it is difficult to come up with like new concepts and uh and kind of and the and the innovating on those concepts is kind of you know where you really have to you know focus your efforts and you know i just i feel like honestly I'm gonna keep seeing these things where, like, man, there sure are a lot of those. Uh, there sure are a lot of those, like, like Tom said, like these retro platformers. Like, there's a million of them, like with these retro, like, retro-inspired graphics, and like, you know, and that, that's cool and everything. <clears throat> but like, it's it's so it's so infrequent that any of that stuff is remotely interesting to me, because after a time, they just like start to blend together. Well, I think like. A lot of people take issue when I say this, but like I think that just too many games come out nowadays. Uh, it's too easy to publish your game now. Because like yeah, there's a lot of garbage that comes out, right? In the first year of Nintendo Switch, there were more games on that platform than the entire lifespan of the NES mm -hmm. in the first year. You know, NES lasted a long time. Uh, that that's that's crazy. You know, that's crazy. And you go on the Switch eShop, and the majority of it's garbage. You know, there's a lot of good games in there, but the majority of it is garbage. You know, somebody made this analogy. I heard someone make this analogy today, and it kind of just stuck with me. Like, going on, like, the Steam store at, yeah. at one point was, like, walking into a, walking into a candy shop, mm -hmm. and now it's more like dumpster diving. Yeah. I mean, you're going to find some great stuff, right? Every platform has some great games on it. Yeah, but, it, like, it, the, the effort that you have to go through now has increased... Because like, there's no curation. Yeah. You know? And like there are times where like like you'll have like the good stuff like pushed to the forefront, but that's usually stuff that's like put up by like a major publisher or something. Yeah, or first party or whatever yeah. it might be. But right? like if you're like when we're talking about like indie games, like unless that unless that indie mm. game blew up like like on a level of like maybe braid or something. Yeah, like Celeste that, or something. Yeah. Like then you're not then you're gonna have to dig through a bunch of other shit to get to it. Yeah. But like, you know, a lot of the times there are I will notice when uh, when a certain Sorry. a certain trope becomes like prevalent, but like I'm not necessarily uh, bothered by it in the way that like a lot of people seem to be bothered by like like when like when battle royale like kind of hit its apex like people were like oh, they're putting battle royale and everything like that's cool I mean people want to play battle royale it's just that like but like I I just I think I, that. I think that there's stuff to be done with Battle Royale that hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Uh, and 
I, I think that's kind of what, you know, is glossed over. There absolutely is. There absolutely is. And there, the same could be said for literally every genre, right? Yeah. You could put a new spin on anything and it could, and it could be a good spin. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, it's just sometimes it's too much. I love Metroidvanias, man. I don't want to play it. I don't want to play one now. I don't, yeah. you know, uh, unless it's Castlevania. Like I just did, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hard out for, for at least a few months, you know, um, but I think that like, it's okay to have, like, to like have a tipping point where you're like, I want something different. I'm not saying like, I think, yeah. and like, and, right. um, obviously I've played shooters since RE2. Sure. <laughs> and yeah, and I enjoy them, but it just gets too Not nearly as good though. <laughs> Uh, I think just like with any trend or anything, I think uh, there just gets an oversaturation. Same with like books. Same with a lot of other mediums. Well, yeah, like there's the, like tr there's trends that go on or sure. to a point where you're just like, I'm done with this. I th but I thought it'd be interesting to hear what y'all's tipping. I think I think actually there was a point for me when back when the World War II shooter was really big, and I was like, man, there's a lot of these. Like, like I just. Like I I I had played the Call of I had played like three Call of Duty games. Yeah. Uh, that were all that was back when Call of Duty was only World War Two, and like I just like and like I played them. I was like, man, these just. And it's, it's difficult, right? Because like a company like Activision puts out a bunch of World War Two shooters over and over and over again. Yeah. And then finally, uh, the audience starts complaining about it, but because they develop on a three-year cycle, they now have two games that are World War II shooters that have to come out even as people are complaining like, wait, about what it. What are we going to do? Otherwise, they, have, they take a loss, right? Yeah. So then they start making sci-fi shooters, and what happened? Eventually, people started complaining about that. Yeah. So now they're going back to the old stuff. And, like, they, yes, there's things besides sci-fi shooter and World War II shooter, right? They could make an old West Call of Duty that might be pretty fucking cool. But that's too much of a gamble for a company like Activision to take on a property like Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, and there's also, like, um, I know that, like, we are in the major demographic of video game players, but there's also, like, a lot of people who still associate stuff with teenage boys, or uh, video games, especially shooters with teenage boys. And so, like, a lot of parents don't want to buy stuff that, like, um... Where you're shooting like just real regular people. Sure. So that's why Grand Theft Auto had so much flack about it, like and people talking about it being evil. When you make something where it's based off of uh, past wars, where there's sides, you can say it's based on history. When you have something that's zombies, it's not a real person. Yeah. There's also that aspect that like also I think has a lot to do with cultivating why this becomes on trend. Yeah. Because like who they're trying to sell to. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean. It, it's exactly that, right? Like it's it's any anytime we see this, it, it's trying to chase that dollar, right? Not yeah. anytime, but most of the time, it's trying to chase that dollar. Whether it's a bunch of games copying uh, battle royale in one form or another, uh, or whether it's you see an advertisement for a Pokemon knockoff game on your phone, right? Like that's literally what they're all trying to do, and it makes sense, but. It's a race to the bottom, and uh, yeah, it's just like it, it's just so so much garbage. Uh, they don't like I. I noticed now that they don't call open world games GTA clones anymore. Sure, but that took a long time. Yeah, uh, like, and I, I remember when uh, the very first Saints Row, uh, 
uh, came out, uh, I want to say 2006. Yeah. Um, and immediately that's what they called it. Yeah. Which, like, I, I think that was apt. Yeah, I get was, it. That was but, fair, yeah. especially at the time. Uh, but yeah. then, like, at the same time, I was just like, I mean, that's fine and everything, but, like, I, I remember thinking, like, they don't seem to do that with any other genre of game. Like, uh, like I, I mean, unless unless you guys can think of one, I don't remember ever. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember ever hearing like anything like a Street Fighter clone or. A, people did that with Mortal Kombat, dude, and people said the same thing about Sonic with Mario. Like you know. And also, a lot of MMOs, uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, games. exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Which some of them straight up are. Yeah. A lot true. of them straight up are, but. That World of Warcraft did hit on that formula where it's like that just kind of just worked. Yeah. Uh, because I remember, I remember like uh, World of Warcraft was the third MMO I'd ever played, and the first two that I played, there were just like the progression was slow, and it usually involved like the idea of like you get in a group, and then you find a place where there are uh, where there, you know, higher level enemies, and then what you what you do is everybody stays in that group, and then the tank will just pull the enemy to the group. <laughs> the enemy, the group would wail on them, the thing would die, yeah. then they would go get another one. And I just remember, like for for a while, to me, that's what MMOs were. Yeah. It was just doing that. And so anytime I got into an MM, got into an MMO, like I was expecting to do that. And then I remember playing World of Warcraft, and I was like, hey, you don't do that yeah. here. And then I then I remember playing games that came out after World of Warcraft, which, you know, inevitably failed because World of Warcraft existed. Uh, <laughs> that but they, monster was but born. They 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 had that uh, they had that same kind of the loop was was like the same. Yeah. Uh, because like why wouldn't it be right? Well, also like in my opinion personally, I think that with World of Warcraft, because, mainly because they are able to because of the funds. They, the thing that like World of Warcraft does that a lot of MMOs cannot do mm-hmm. is just in-game, in-game material, in-game, like, like you leveled out, awesome. Mm-hmm. There's still, now you just started a new way to play this game, because now that you've leveled, there's all this shit that's opened up to you now. I thought you were going to say a new adventure. Well, and I think it has... And like, and like, I feel like, like, Avion, or... I, I don't know. Uh, I played that one for a while, and I played a lot of Russian MMOs for a while, trying to find something that wasn't World of Warcraft, but like still felt like really fun to play, and I could play regularly. Yeah. And a lot of it, like even if they like level up fast or quick, you just you run out of things to do. Yeah, I think like a lot of it uh, doesn't it doesn't so much have to do with like what is necessarily the highest quality in that genre. Uh, as far as people assume, you know, the next property is mimicking that. Mm-hmm. I think it has more to do with uh, being the most widely accepted game in that genre, like, and, and typically early on, right? Because if you think about, like, open world, there's been open world games since the 2600. Yeah. You know? But none of them, on, like, reached the popularity of Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. You know? And Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2 were open world games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, The Legend of Zelda was an open-world game. Uh, there's been pro- there's been MMOs before World of Warcraft. They just didn't reach the heights of World of Warcraft, you know, early on. Uh, there were 
uh, hero shooters before Team Fortress, you know, but... It's a good point of reference, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, you know, I wonder, because I, at some point this, uh, you know, at some point we're going to stop we're going to stop seeing, you know, Battle Royale games come out the way that they are. It'll just be a mode. Yeah, it'll just be a thing that you put in your game and you don't, and like, it'll it'll stop being a thing that people make sure to mention when they're talking about a game coming out. Yeah. Like, in the way that, like, when Black Ops 4 came out, they made sure to let you know that there was a Battle Royale mode in it. Whereas, like, I think that... It will be assumed. Like, in 10 years from now, like, we're just, that'll just be a thing that's in a yeah. game. And I wonder, like, what's going to be the next thing? Uh... Got any guesses? Well, I never thought Battle Royale would be like the next big thing because it seemed like such an obvious thing. Yeah. And games have done it for years, right? Like, but before Daisy, mm-hmm. even you know. Uh, so it's it's hard. It's hard to say what will hit. I mean, Horde mode hit in such a big way with Gears War. Horde mode's been around since early Namco arcade machines. Yeah. You know, it was never named, but that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 too hard to call. Um, yeah, but like, you can always you can always guess. Yeah, and it just it's well because you like we talk you you hear people say that like trends go in cycles, and you know I I'm trying to think of like like video game trends from like you know from the past but like a lot like a lot of ones that I think of like were rooted in like the arcade, mm-hmm. and that's I just don't. I can't foresee that ever coming back, um, but uh, but because one of the big things in arcade was the uh, was the advent of the fighting game, and you know I I it just seems like there are so fewer fighting games than there were then. Like you still have your stable, you still have your Street Fighters and 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 you know you know your Mortal Kombat's and but like. You don't have as many people trying to bite off the success of those as you did before. I don't think so. No, I mean, and like I think, like I think people are still making fighting games, obviously, but like. I mean, I feel like there's been a huge resurgence of them since four. Like, like before four, yeah, I'd agree. They dropped off big time. Like after I just, four, I just, been a ton of them. Well, I guess maybe I just don't keep up on fighting games like that, but like, you know, I just. I don't. I don't remember the last time I heard about anyone making a big deal about like a new fighting, like a new fighting game franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Injustice did quite well. Yeah, but like that was when did Injustice? When did the first Injustice come out? Last gen, late last gen. Yeah. Um, After four. Yeah. <laughs> um, but outside of that, like I just like. Like in that, and even still, that was just like, you know, that was that was cool and everything. But I think that I think that was also spurred on. I don't know. Maybe this is speculative for, of me, but like spurred on by the success of like that Mortal Kombat reboot. Oh sure. Um, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the pedigree of the studio, right? Yeah. But like, and also, also all superhero movies. But at the same time, you can take something like uh, Dragon Ball Fighters mm-hmm. and like. The people that bought that game did not buy it because of the Guilty Gear team, you know? Sure. I mean, some people did, yes. Yeah. But the majority of the people that went out and bought that game, which is many, they wanted to knew see, nothing about that. They want to see those good games. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's weird, but... World War II uh, shooters are going to come back. I think if you, if you look no, at... We're going to get, get we're going to see the age of the Vietnam shooter. 
it's just weird because like you take these games that are huge, right? Like these franchises that are, are literally too big to fail, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Call of Duty or or whatever, right? And like a lot of them get mimicked, a lot of them are copied, but then some of them are copied, but like like Smash Brothers, right? Smash Brothers is fucking huge. It has been for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see Smash Brothers clones come out here or there. Very the, sparingly. The PlayStation Battle Royale. Well, there's that, but, oh, yeah, but even okay. like Brawl out, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. tons of indie ones that come out, none of which do particularly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just like some. It seems like there's some genres that like you just you just can't touch. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And like, like I I don't suspect there will ever be a game that plays similar to Smash Brothers that does half the numbers of that game. Yeah. You know? I wonder... What do you think is going to come closest to that? Probably PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Of all of those games, that's the one that probably did the closest to it, and it was nowhere I, near. I, it's, the one that I, it's the only one that I really really got into. It was yeah. Like, Fallout does okay for, like, indie numbers, but as far as, like... I want Power Stone 3. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, Power Stone 3 would be good. I, I, I've thought about that pretty pretty regularly. Life and shooters, right? We have life and shooters for fucking years. Yeah. Uh, my kids, my kids are playing Parappa the Rapper right now, and to them, it's amazing because they've never played a game like that, right? Mm-hmm. They've never played a music rhythm game for most Americans. Parappa was their first rhythm game. Yeah. Uh, and like, we had a decade of just a shit ton of music games, right? More than that, more than a decade. Yeah. Not good at none of them. Yeah. More F and B, maybe. I mean, we're seeing it come back here or there, yeah. but with very little success. Yeah. Unless you count like Hellblade, which has a little bit of that. Yeah, I, I think that I think it might have something to do with because like I think about FMB from like the Sega CD age, or yeah. even even more recently than that, like uh, Quiet Man. Like the like the like <laughs> that, like even as recently as like the PS One, yeah. all that shit is like really really cheesy. Uh, whereas, like, I'm seeing FMB games now that, like, because, like, even those games, like, even on the surface, like, man, that looks cheesy as heck, but I'll try it. But even, like, even, like, but we have, like, FMB games that come out like, here and there, like, they're seeming, like, even, like, that actually seems pretty compelling. I'd like to actually take a look at that. Um, and not, and, like, not ironically the way that, like, I want to play The Quiet Man, because, like, I want to play The Quiet Man specifically because I've heard that, I've heard about how game, how bad that game is. I'm curious to try it myself. There's a Sony exclusive FMV that's coming out. We've heard very little about it since it was announced. And it's just this woman's name. I can't remember what, what her name is, though. But it looks pretty cool. Like, what I played of her story was really uh, engaging. That's different, though, right? Like, that's it. Feel, like yes, it is FMV. Yeah. But, like, it, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking of? Like, more like a... Uh... I mean, more like... like something similar to a night trap which i have not yet played like late shift or anything like that yeah but i would assume that's more on par with that, that kind of a game yeah um obviously i don't think you like activating traps in fucking late shift <laughs> yeah. but you, you know what i mean yeah. uh even like the quiet man i watched a good bit of gameplay for that just morbid curiosity yeah uh and like you don't play any of the live action stuff. It's yeah. just cutscene. You know? And like, I guess, I guess her sort of right. not example is like that. The the amount of interactivity in that game is. Yes, watch these videos again. Yeah, yeah and maybe type in a search once yeah. or twice. But, um, 
but I think there's games that could do it, could do it very well. Um, I like the way it was implemented into Hellblade. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I I think that maybe the, I don't think it will come back on the scale that it did like back in the early '90s because they were everywhere back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that they'll be more prominent than they have been in the last ten years. But like, I don't think it'll ever be on like a trend. I think maybe, I think whatever trend we do have is probably whatever happens. I think it's it's more than likely going to uh, live in the first person shooter space. Uh, what it's going to be, I don't know, because I think that there even with first person shooters is with. For as as many things that have come out and as many modes as we've as we've seen in different first person shooters, I think that you know the things that we can do, or we like I'm making games, the things that people can do in those spaces, like I don't think that they've seen everything that that they can actually that they can actually implement yet, you know, and what what those things might be, I don't know. They haven't, but like for me, the genre first person shooter specifically. The genre outside of narrative has largely been stagnant for a long time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, like okay, Bio- Bioshock was cool because you could zap now with this hand, you know, or like, now there's the, Battle Royale mode, or now I can run on the wall, but like, these are... It's still essentially dual. Yeah, I'm just like, like, you can do more than that yeah. with the first person camera angle. You know, I don't know. I look at Bulletstorm, and I think about like how cool that shit could have been. Like with the like the what do they call it skill kills or whatever. Well, they had uh, yeah. I don't know what it's called in game. I know how it was advertised, yeah. but I, and I think that's fun. I think that's genuinely fun yeah. and a good idea. The story's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, but like I told my kids because it was free last month, right, mm-hmm. or this month or whatever. Uh, and they're like, "Is this any good?" I was like, "It is dumb." Like go into it knowing that it's not a good story. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. And they've been having a blast with it, you know. Um. But like the my my one I remember my one problem with that with that uh game being that it it like it it advertises itself as like challenging you to be like innovative with your kills or like imaginative or whatever word I was looking for just then. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh but creative I creative kills. Yeah, yeah the terminology they use. There there you go. Yeah. Uh and I just remember like and in practice, it just didn't feel that way most of the time. Well, it doesn't feel creative because there is a specific thing you can do to get the best score. Yeah. So it's not creative when you're trying to do what they want you to do. Yeah. That's not creativity. You yeah. Know? But I. But, <laughs> but I've always liked the idea of like of, of of a point system being in shooters. Yeah. Like I've always liked that. Like uh, when I saw that like Doom had like an arcade mode, I was like, this is awesome. I love like seeing like the points show up. Like I remember playing Max Payne three, and like that game had a score attack mode too. Um, there was this one game that, that I that I played a while back. That I was thinking about today called The Club, mm-hmm. and uh, it was made. It was a third person shooter that was actually made by the team that made the Project Gotham games. So we're talking about like a nightclub or like a large blunt object. Neither. Okay. Wait. Well, maybe kind of the former. I mean, depending on how you define <laughs> nightclub. <laughs> Uh, well, the whole th- the the club is the secret society mm. where people uh, bet on uh, on uh, on combatants making it through. So it's Fight Club. Gauntlets. Oh. <laughs> of uh, armed, like I, it's it's like. It was on the PS2, right? 
No, it was uh, on the 360 and PS3. Uh, but it's basically like you're you're they put you in this environment. And you got to make it from the start to the finish, mm-hmm. uh, and you could without getting clubbed. Yeah, without getting clubbed, as it were. Uh, but I mean, like you could just like go through and like kill all the like just kill the guys as you're going through and yeah. just be done with it. But the game places the emphasis on killing in a way that that will net you the most points. So you're incentivized to like. You get a, you get bonus points for like killing someone with like the last bullet in your clip, or killing someone with the ricochet, or killing something like like killing someone right after you come out of a dodge roll, things like that. Yeah. Um, and I always thought that was, and I always thought that was, that sort of thing was like really neat, and I wish I saw more of that uh, in shooters, but you know I don't feel like that's gonna be something that uh, that is that common. But that being said, I would like a sequel to the club. So Sega, if you're listening, yeah. And even me complaining about shooters, like I'm totally. You're playing Metro, right? Like I'm totally fine with that kind of normal old school shooter. Yeah. Any Raven Ravensoft game, like yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah. And I think that like as I get as time goes on, like my tastes skew more toward that that direction. Yeah. Like I'm in my early twenties, like I was all about the the military shooter, and like now I'm like now it's less so. It's gonna be gold. Yeah, um, war has changed me, I guess. Sure. Uh, Which is funny because I liked like competitive online less when I was younger and yeah. more now. But but like now I'm more like I I, I like the idea of like just like a fast paced like corridor shooter, you know. Yeah. Um, like and worrying less about like bullet drop and things like that. Um, well, you know, and even as I say that, I'm thinking about how I'm excited to try that new Battlefield game. Yeah. Uh, I, you, you bring that up here or there. I keep meaning to do a video on that, like, because there are two ways that bullets work in 3D video games. Yeah. And one is basically on-off, and the other is actual projectile traveling. Yeah. And it's it's interesting. It's an interesting subject. Um, you know, I think I think that a lot of a, a lot of modern uh, uh, shooters try. Uh, you know, do try to, you know, implement that to effect. And I, I remember when I was playing the uh, that beta for uh, for Blackout, like, I remember how weird it felt, like, playing a Call of Duty game with bullet drop in it uh, and, like, worrying about, like, that sort of thing. Because, like, Call of Duty has, like, always been such a close-range, right. fast thing. And, yeah, like, it's had like, bullet drop for a long time, but you're usually way closer but, to people. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't... Like, it's never... Like that is never a consideration yeah. that you take. Well, rarely. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think that, like, obviously there is there is sniping in Call of Duty games, but like a lot of times when you, even when you watch like people play it, like a lot of it is them like sprinting from here to there and like lighting someone up. Yeah. Like a. I mean, like even sniping, rifle. even sniping in like Black Ops One, is way different than sniping in Blackout. You yeah. know, because yeah, it's a far distance, but that distance is this big on the Blackout map. You know, yeah, uh, it's way different. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I, I I think that what they should do is just. I think that innovation is important, and and moving ideas forward is important, but. I also don't want. I also don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with giving people more of what they're buying. There isn't. I mean, and that's the smart decision, right? 
Uh, and we've talked on this show several times now about fiduciary duty. A lot of times that's the decision that they have to make yeah. for the bigger companies anyway, right? The guys are shareholders. But like, I do feel like over the last generation that the industry as a whole has become quite stagnant and comfortable mm -hmm. and just like you console to console to console there was way more innovation before which is all the case with every medium right early on there's more innovation than, than later I, I get that but like uh, i don't know it's just we talk about controllers right the, the controller regardless of what console you're playing on is stayed largely the same for fucking ever now yeah. have we really decided that this layout is the best layout that games will ever fucking have you know, well, I whole, hate that. It's a whole concept. Except for Nintendo, I think Nintendo's obviously been. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Okay, Switch got has motion controls technically, right? But the buttons on there exactly the same placement as every thinking, other controller. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was thinking more from uh, the NES to the Switch. Sure. Versus the PS1 right. to the PS4. Right. Like as, as far no, as like, no, as far as comparatively, I feel like Nintendo. Like has had the most innovate, like as far as the most changing and trying out new things. Yeah, they have. Uh, yeah. There just seems to be a very much uh, a like a very pronounced like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, or if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. Or right. we're doing it this way because that's the way that we've always done it. Yeah, I just feel or like the industry as a whole, whether it be on a hardware uh, from a hardware mentality or a software mentality has just been fucking stagnant forever now, and I don't like it. Uh, but also that, that we're also on the cusp of having these conversations about, like, next-gen hardware, and, like, I'm also, like, wondering, like, like, that's cool and everything, because I'm always excited about new hardware. Yeah, so but am at, I. But at the same time, like, what am I to expect on these machines? Like... I'll tell you exactly what to expect. They're, they're, like, things are going to look better. Yeah. But are they? But they're also going. But it's going to be the same machine you had. Like I feel like games, like games can do more than they games can do more now than they than they were able to do last gen. But I also feel like the things that I'm doing most of the time are not that different. Yeah, I mean that was the most exciting thing about the Wii U, and it flopped. And that answers your question. Like that answers my question as to why they don't try something new, right? Yeah. But like. It's just sad, and like I, I do think there are that's great. That's not the only reason it flopped. I know, but then there are great games coming out that are not like anything that's come before, but they're very rare. Um, and, and there's ga games where it's extremely innovative, but like it's just not set up fun, like Bound. Yeah. Bound is beautiful right. and different, but and it new, fucking sucks. But like it's not that exciting of a game. Yeah. yeah. Which is that's the tragedy of it, right? Because we, I mean, they, that's what we want. Like we want games that like that play in ways that we're not used to and give us right. experiences that we've never had. But then we get them and we're like, no, that's not what I wanted. But there's also, there's also like, uh, we've talked about, talk about this before as well, things like um, when you're playing Bayonetta <laughs> and you're like, I want more of this. Right, more gun but, boots. Yeah, but I was like, but, sure down well. but there's not that many things like Bayonetta yeah. Like, yeah. They, that you have like available. Yeah, so it's like, kind of a double-edged sword on that front because like yeah there's definitely times where i've beaten a game and like i don't want to replay this but i want to play but this the, exact but, same but game. the difference is Shine is with a genre as as small as that is versus something like a military shooter oh yeah there's not a lot of that there's a fuck ton of the other thing you know well i feel optimistic 
because of the existence of games like Bound, because while Bound isn't particularly good, the concept is sound, and I think that... What concept, concept do you mean? I think the concept of, you know, unconventional gameplay and uh, unconventional mechanics and unfolding a story in a way that, you know, isn't uh, necessarily traditional, that concept is sound. The execution in that particular case was particularly entertaining. It was nice to look at, and I'm sure that would make a very nice short film, just not a very good video game. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I don't think the mechanics of that game were all that original. They've been done a thousand times well, before. Well, again, I don't think yeah. the mechanics of the game that's, were that's original. Not, no, that's not where the innovation is. The innovation is the visuals. Sure. Um, thank you, Mark Sherman. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, well, I think that we... I, I really think that I'm an open-minded person uh, where, you know, games are concerned. And there isn't a game that I can honestly say... Well, there are very few games that I can honestly say that I wouldn't try, but that's on, like, an ideological standpoint, right. not necessarily because I think that kind of game would suck. Right. Um... And, you know, you put a game in front of me, and I'll definitely try it, but I feel, I think that a lot of the time when I get a game that, like, kind of breaks from the mold, you know, I, I find, I feel kind of, I feel disappointed in it, but then I guess at the same time, the silver lining is the times when that, when that shit is good, it's just all the more special. Yeah, and I just feel like that happened much more frequently before. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, we... I mean, we've said many times before that there was so much... We got so many new franchises last generation and, like, new like new games last generation. And, uh, and this time, I think that we are seeing new franchises, but, like, we're seeing more of building on stuff that's, that was, that was uh, established last gen. And, like, again, I'm looking forward to seeing what this new hardware is, but, like, like I can't like the, the I'm not excited for it. That's the thing is like I, I like I want to see I, like I'm gonna buy it. Yes, like, but I'm not excited. Like for it. show me the show me the boxes that you made. Yeah. But like when I try to imagine like what kinds of games will be on this thing, like I can't like I can't imagine anything outside of like well, what I'm already doing. I currently own all three current gen consoles and a PC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't imagine what Microsoft could possibly do to get me to buy their next console. Right, because why would you? Like, yeah. because they've, they've, they've... What if Phil Spencer offers to suck your dick? Well, I mean, yeah, if that's the case, I'm all about it, but... <laughs> I just, I... They... They have given me very... Like, if I had known what I know now, if I had known that they were going to do all this <laughs> stuff, I wouldn't have bought an Xbox. Right. And the only thing that Sony has for me, which is a huge thing, is exclusive games yeah you know and and i think that and like with you know xbox uh xbox you know acquiring these studios is you know hopefully going to lead them to getting more exclusive it's yeah it will lead them to get more exclusive more console exclusives yeah, but they're gonna be uh, on the computer yeah it'll lead them to more console exclusives but like dude in exile is not going to be making some triple a game no nope. they're not and i'll, I, I'll tell you this uh, fucking Obsidian's probably not either. They're probably not either. They're you not. Know? And, like, again, Microsoft has done a very good job of telling me not to buy an Xbox. 
I think they're more concerned with having a steady stream of exclusive games rather than having high yeah. budget triple yeah. A exclusive games. Um, uh, that will still be Gears. That will still be Halo. That will still be Forza, right? In Exile, the biggest game that they've put out in recent memory is like what? Path of Exile? You know? Uh, Wasteland 2? Yeah, Wasteland 2 was probably the most recent. Like, and Wasteland 2. That's not a big game. Like, if you've played Wasteland you know? 2, that does not have. That does not look at all like. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's it's not, but at the same time, like. But it's not what people think, right? And I don't think Obsidian's going to be making a Fallout-style game. See, Uh, fuck no, I don't. I think they're going to be making what they're most known for, some top-down RPG. We're going to get a Baldur's Gate, something like that. Uh, I'm I'm not super. I mean, I hope they do. I hope they make an original IP that's just as polished and and you know, I don't know. Yeah, it, it could be great. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I, you don't buy up this many studios at once and give them all that budget at once. You can't. Like, no, I don't care how many fucking Xbox I mean, they can. Because why it's, would you, though? Because it's Microsoft, not Xbox. But yeah. I don't think that they will. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that the acquisition of these studios is going to lead to more of the... Uh, the moaning and groaning that I've seen on message boards I think what's every good. month when games with gold is it comes around. Well, it's like Ninja Theory, right? Like Ninja Theory could get the budget they need to make a game like Hellblade. Yeah, you know that's not a huge budget game. Yeah, but like yeah. So they they could do they did that without Ob- Microsoft. Obsidian is not getting any fucking Ubisoft, uh, South Park money. That's not going to happen. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I, I'd like. I mean. Again, like I've said this a million times before, whenever I whenever I look at decisions like that that just utterly confuse me, I also just I also assume that these decisions were made by people who know a lot more about that shit than I do. But at the same time Well and they do. They're trying to sell a service now. They're not trying to sell a console, they're trying yeah. to sell a service. Um, uh, and a service that is not doing very well. Yeah. You know. That's why they pay people to Take your shirts off and spin them around. That's why they're giving you a month for $1. That's why they're giving you a $60 game for $1. That service is not doing as well as Microsoft would like you to think it is. Otherwise, they would release some real numbers on it. Yeah. Uh, all three of them are guilty of it. Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, all three put out numbers when they're doing well and hide them and fluff them when they're doing poorly. You know? And it's like, well... and. It, When's the last time you saw PlayStation View numbers, you know, or PlayStation Now numbers? Like, yeah. it's, it's the same bullshit. Well, like, I, I to to an extent, I can understand it with with Nintendo and, and Sony, right? But like, when I think about when I think about the what a what an efficient job Microsoft has done with making the Xbox redundant. <laughs> <laughs> like I wonder like what is like what is their in game <clears throat> well the crazy thing is like it's still wrong to say it's a flop you know it's still outpacing what, what 360 well, was doing at this point in its life it's still so better than that yeah. 360 for a long time was considered to be the leader of that generation yeah. all it is is way more people are buying games now Yeah, way I, more people are buying consoles now that's the only I, difference and I, I'm by no means meaning to allude that the Xbox One was a failure yeah I'm just saying that if I didn't own an Xbox One right now, I'm wondering why I would. Right. 
Um, and that's just a, that's a weird thing to think about when you have, that's weird. It's weird to look at someone who is trying to sell me a piece of hardware and have that question because like, I'm trying to imagine what kind of answer I would get if I was like, okay, so I've got, I've got a computer that can run all of your exclusives. Why would I buy an Xbox? Yeah. I can't. I can't think of the last time I even turned my Xbox on. But then, like, and, and I, I get that there are people who don't have computers that can run those games. I sure. get that. And it's a cheaper alternative to that. Right. Right. But then at the same time, like, if, like, you you brought those you brought those games, you, you made it so that I could play those games on a computer for a reason. And, like, <laughs> I guess I'm just wondering why <laughs> like i don't know i well see and i would understand i would understand it more if they did what they used to do right where all these games that are coming to pc you have to buy them through the windows store mm -hmm. but most of them are on steam yeah killer instinct yeah. cuphead yeah. sunset overdrive yeah. uh, you get cuphead on break you get cuphead on the mac you know even a couple of halo games yeah they're all on steam you know gears of war isn't on steam yet yeah, it I bet be. you it happens eventually. It will be. You know, um, and Recore, Recore's on Steam now. Mm -hmm. Like, what other exclusives do they have? Really, Forza. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Forza's on Steam. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It's very weird. What they're doing is very weird. And I understand what they're doing. They're trying to make this whole service thing a thing. Uh, and it's and it very it certainly could be, but like it's not. Right now, it's not. I think Ryan is right. I think that it can be, right? If their next Xbox, if there is a version, like they are saying, that is streaming only, mm -hmm. and if that version, uh, if they do have the, the payment thing, which they've confirmed, right? That's confirmed now, where they'll give it to you and you can pay them 20 bucks a month or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, like, I think that has the potential to take off. If I'm in college or high school, and I don't have money for a fucking console or a PC. Yeah, I'd buy that. Yeah. You know, uh, it has the potential to take off. At the same time, look at Nintendo Switch, right? Uh, Console-wise, units sold does better than both other consoles every month. PlayStation's making more money, but their console, uh, their consoles cost more money. Sure. Right. Um, let's the Let's Go games just came out yesterday. They've done some some big time market research showing that 15% of Pokemon Go players intend to buy a Switch for that game. Right. Now, 15% of Pokemon Go players might seem like a small number. That it's is not. a ridiculous fucking number. That's in the millions. Yeah. No, I, I was like, a lot of people still play Pokemon Go. And that's Go. not just a console sale. That's also a game sale. For some crazy people, that's two game sales. Yeah. You know. Uh, and a, probably a fucking Pokeball Plus too, you know? Yeah. Like it's, 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 well, it's I mean, nuts. Well, you think about it. You think about this, right? Like if you have, okay, so with Pokemon Go, you have people who are buying more than one phone to play that free game. I saw that guy with the phone thing, the phone octopus. Uh, I, I so work with I... somebody who admitted to me just the other day that he has three phones yeah. for Pokemon Go. When I go do raids or community day, there's yeah, are... anybody with a, hol with a holster. Uh, what, I, holsters. what I imagine is someone <laughs> so, with like, a thing on their the arm like, with phones like on Velcro. So, uh, so what I'll see, <laughs> so what I will see is uh, like 
um, normally like an iPad or something on one side and then the or phone. That's what I see the most. On a nook. Uh, that's what I see the most often. Is that on nook? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Don't nook run on Android? Uh, yeah. But what I do see, like, uh, so um, on community days, it's normally just like the two. Um, but I also see like couples and yeah. they have like, they both have two phones. Yeah. Uh, but what I see on raid days is literally people sitting at the raid spot mm. and there's five phones in front of them and they're always cross-legged on the ground, not making eye contact with anybody, yeah. just playing their five phones and then like joining the raid with like all Right. Of and what I'm getting at is like if 15% of Pokemon Go players are planning to buy this, buy a console for this game. They don't already own a Switch. Yeah. Yeah. They're planning to buy a Switch like, and then buy the game on top of that, at the very least, right? Like that's, that's. Fucking nuts. Yeah. Will it actually happen? Who knows? But I, th I, mean, well, I think Pokemon I is such that. And the game's reviewing well. Like, it's yeah. reviewing better than people thought it would review. Yeah. You know? And I know a lot of people who, uh, like myself included, uh, that want it and, like, already own Switches. Um, like, uh, the latest community day, a lot of people were talking about buying it. Uh, and so we like, well, I don't want to Switch yet, but I'm going to get it for Christmas and yeah. get the game then. And already planning what Pokemon they're going right. to transfer over, and then and then also you can get cert, uh, a certain Pokemon either through this like special this new special um, special research task or going through Pokemon uh, Let's Go mm -hmm. like uh, Eevee or Pikachu and I don't know it's just like it's it, it's it's well a, it's it was a good move. it was a smart thing right it's the, a good the, move. the integration with the the mobile game is a smart thing like it being the first mainline Pokemon where like you don't have to worry about trading if you play that mobile game. You know, like that's that's interesting. Yeah. Though I am really mad because I didn't realize there's gonna be people out there with their phones and their switches mm -hmm. and like and their Pokeball plus controllers. Just everything. Well, it's just and, yeah. There's already people out there that like have their two phones but Someone's then gonna get also... their switch jacked. I knew it. Oh, for sure. It's really going to get their yeah. Switch jacked. But, like, you know, over the past two days, like, I've heard, met, I've seen many people on Twitter who were not interested in this game do a complete 180. And they're like, man, this is a lot of fucking fun, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, well, I just, I think that, so, the whole, the point of... NPD next month is going to be awesome. You have the, like, you have, the software is so you can sell your boxes. And, like... I feel like Nintendo... No, boxes, so you can sell your software. Okay. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you, you put out your boxes, and you got to give people incentive to buy the boxes, right? Yeah, but you, traditionally, you make more money off of games than you do the console. Okay. I just... What I, my, the, what I was getting at was... I mean, you've already dismantled my point, but I'm going to make... <laughs> the point that... The, what I was getting at is that, like... I've got a reason. I've got I've got reasons to buy a Switch. Right. If I didn't have a PlayStation, I've got reasons to buy a PlayStation. Right. I can't think of any reasons to buy an Xbox. There are reasons to buy an Xbox, uh, but for very specific people, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I guess a year ago, I was a I was one of those specific people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just bought it just to have. I mean, look, most people have PCs, right? Yeah. Most people do not have PCs that can run these games. Sure. But. I don't think I've ever had a good reason to buy an Xbox. Oh, Xbox One, sorry. 360, yes. I mean, there were games that were 
exclusive to just that console, not to PC, that I wanted to play. No, I'm saying for now me, I can play them all. No, I'm saying for me personally, yeah. I just like I I don't even know any game that I played on my Xbox One that I could not have played on my. Also, what does bringing Game Pass to PC mean? Are they going to bring out? Are, are they going? Are there now going to be Microsoft published games that are exclusive to PC? Not exclusive to PC, no. But like the or Windows Router. No, but like the games that you have, like those, all those Microsoft games going forward will be playable on both. So it doesn't matter what. Like if you have Games Pass, you pay it, play it on either one. You know. Like right now, you have Game Pass, right? Yeah, I can. You can play Forza on your PC. Yeah, you can play it on your Xbox. That's right. what that is. Yeah, I know, but like, what I'm saying is, I can already do that. So what is, what are they saying then? Nothing. Like, what does it mean? Like, I could already, I have game, I had Game Pass on my computer just really from the inception the of home. Game Pass. They're just really trying like, to drive it home. When Game Pass right? came out, I had, I had it on they my computer. They want you to know, Ryan, that look. That doesn't look, make Ryan. Right. They went to Mexico to tell me. When, they went to Mexico Obsidian, to tell me that they were bringing Game Pass to the computer. When Obsidian and I already had it on my new computer. game comes out, yeah, you can play that for one dollar. Sure, I know I can. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, I could already play these games on my computer. Yeah. So what does it mean that you're bringing Game Pass to PC? What is the announcement you're making? Nothing. It's like before we started recording, I was telling you guys about the whole mouse and keyboard Fortnite thing, right? They yeah. made that announce. They made that an announcement at yeah. XO18, right? Which, like that has existed on PlayStation Four for fucking months, and they never said, "Hey guys, look what you can do on PlayStation 4. They're just like, "Yeah, that's something you can do." You know what else they talked about? You know what else they talked about? They talked huh? talk about Devil May Cry Five, right? Yeah. Specifically. Pull my devil trigger, sure. Specifically, that entire presentation was spent in the practice mode. Mm -hmm. The entire Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry 5 presentation, mm -hmm. Nexo 18, was the practice mode. Right. That's all it was. Right. That's all they can show you. Okay. Okay. They showed me... They showed well, to be fair, like a week and a half we ago... Also saw, we also saw them eating uh, at a restaurant. Sure. To be fair, like a week and a half ago, Square Enix hyped up a live stream so they could let people down about Final Fantasy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> they need to be excited for this bad news we're giving. They, this, like, you know, they, they, they went out of the way saying, We have something very important to tell you. Yeah, uh, we messed up. <laughs> that's like, that's like, we, Brian, I've got something very important to tell you. Sure, me and your mother are getting a divorce. <laughs> like, that, you know, like, <laughs> we're like, I have something very important to tell you, but I'm yeah. gonna, but you're gonna have to wait till next week. Yeah, and I can promise you, you'll be interested in what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, so at least it wasn't that. Right, like um, there were good things at XO18. Yeah, but like, certain, like the whole like, why is mouse and keyboard thing something that they've announced twice now? PlayStation has done it for years, years. You know, and that was and, the entire thing. Well. well, then they were like, I mean, I've never used it personally. Well, like, uh, uh, the for fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was, and it was like, because Microsoft is saying the same thing as them. It's up to the developer; they want to use it or not. Yeah. Well, that's how it's been on PlayStation. So what is the announcement that you're making, right? Yeah. Uh, and then... And it also bought... I, I, I don't know. I loved Xbox 360, man, but I just feel like their leadership is really... I, I, I love Phil Spencer for the first couple of years, too. But, like, like recently, like this week, Sony announces that they're not going to be at E3, right? Yeah. And an hour later, Phil Spencer tweets, 
oh man, we're going to have an awesome show at this year's E3. We're not even close to E3. Yeah. We're not even in the year that E3 is going to be in. And like, he's obviously saying that just, just to, you know, really drive it home that we're going to be there and they're not. Yeah, but then like you're going to get there and then what are you going to show? What are you going to say? Exactly. PlayStation's like, not there because they don't have anything to show. Like, what do you, like... If PlayStation went, like, what are they, are they going to show me Days Gone again? Right. For me, it's I, I would rather you not do it at all than yeah. do it and just show me. What is the point of spending that money, right? Yeah. If you're not, if you're not going to, like, you're not doing anything. Uh, which is like, and like, and the, the funny thing about that is like, uh, I keep seeing whenever when that when they and that news broke, I kept seeing like, man, what a risky move for PlayStation. Like, why? Yeah, we don't have to spend all this money to disappoint you now. Like the risk, the risk would be holding the conference yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Right. And well, the thing is, is like it's not like they have nothing coming out. They've got a lot of exclusives still to come out for the PlayStation Four. Yeah. Right. But we just we know all of them already. Yeah. You know. Like. It's just, I wish I could say the same thing for Xbox. Yeah. You know, I wish I could say Days Gone and Death Stranding. That's another thing too. And, you know, like. Dreams and that's, whatever the fuck else. That's another thing too. Is that like at XO, like they were like, "Hey guys, we have a date for Crackdown Three now." And okay, I don't believe you. <laughs> like I looked, I looked at, I was watching that, and then I was like, I was like, okay, like I had forgotten about Crackdown Three already. Yeah, so you had dates for Crackdown Three. Yeah. You also had dates for Scalebound, and you had dates yeah. for Fable. And, yeah, and yeah. and also like <clears throat> like the the way that 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 video went yeah i was like is are you telling or is this is this video designed to tell me that terry cruz is in it because i knew that already i did like that a little bit though i i mean i like well i mean i objectively like terry i don't cruz. see what it had to do with crackdown but i liked him talking to himself uh well i, I mean i think the only thing that had to do with crackdown was that he's in crackdown yeah. uh i mean yeah. granted like i will always be in i will always be entertained by terry cruz yelling especially <laughs> if it means that he's yelling at himself <laughs> Also, like the destructible environments that apparently need the power of the cloud. Right, and that's another thing too. To me, like, I haven't heard power of the cloud yeah. since 2013. Right. To me, <laughs> this game that needs the power of the cloud so yeah. these buildings can fall down. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't look that much better than EDF, which doesn't need the power of the cloud to do that. Also, you know, like, uh, Red Faction Gorilla had no cloud. Yeah, yeah, cloudy. exactly, exactly. And like, well, the whole thing is, Action... is it four v four or eight v eight? I don't know. But I think it's 4v4, which, which to me is just like, that's fun, and I think Crackdown will be fun. It is not enough for Crackdown to just be a, oh, that was a fun weekend, you know? Yeah. Uh, the way that they have talked about Crackdown and the money that they have spent now, because they've spent a lot of money paying that team to make that game for this long, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Crackdown needs to be like a big thing to make its money back and I just don't think it is. It won't be. I mean, like, granted, like, I think about, like, I think about Crackdown when the first Crackdown came out and I thought that was great. Yeah. If that Crackdown came out now, I would think less so. Well, and people were like, oh, I'm so glad it's not Battle Royale when they revealed the multiplayer, right? But I'm like, Battle Royale with all those buildings crashing down would probably that'd be a lot pretty, cooler than this. Pretty cool. I don't know, man. And I like mean, people are, like, like Sea of Thieves, there's no way Sea of Thieves made the money that Xbox Avatar accessories made. Also, why? But like, but they changed Rare from doing that to doing, to doing Sea of Thieves. Like, you'd probably better off leaving Rare making X Avatar accessories. You would have made more money, you know. Uh, and they, they put out numbers at launch about how well Sea of Thieves was doing. 
But like, how old was it? Doing? They well at launch they said it was doing so so like uh, amazingly well, right? It was doing great. Here's all the numbers. But they never once said these do not count in Game Pass numbers. They never once specified that, you know. But I feel like they should. Uh, yeah, because it, spending sixty dollars on a game versus spending how much is a month of Game Pass? Well, it was ten. Yeah, versus spending ten dollars on a game, that's a big difference. Now I can play know? CFDs for one dollar. Um, I could play every Xbox exclusive in your catalog right now for one dollar and be done with it. Sure. You've now lost money. Yeah, you could get most of them out of the way in a month. You know. You know, and like the—I mean, the whole thing is is getting people to keep that subscription, right? And I think that, but it is a subscription that is so easy to fucking forget about. Exactly, right? Exactly, dude. I had Crunchyroll for a year because, and I wasn't using it regularly because I just forgot I had it. Like, get, like until recently, because I, 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 had fallen off uh, uh, State of Decay two for a while, but I recently picked back up and, and whatever. Anyway, like what I'm saying is that like, whatever your numbers for Game Pass are right now, like I can't obviously I can't speak for everybody because impossible, right? But whatever your game, whatever your numbers for Game Pass are right now, if you're talking about how many active subscribers that you have right now, like how many of those people do you think forgot that they had Game Pass? Yeah. You know. Well, my whole thing is like, and now you've got two services: Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass. Like, let's make it one thing. Yeah. You know? Because now, like, I went from paying ten ninety five a month to paying over like twenty something dollars a month, which is both. fine. It's still worth that value, but I but, but I now I've got two different charges on my goddamn credit card for the same company. Yeah, it's it's it is strange. It's a strange move, and Sony did the same thing, but like each of their services are substantially different, right? Like, I would I would assume that most people that have uh, PlayStation Plus probably don't want PlayStation now. Yeah, I don't know if that's a safe assumption, but that's the boat I'm in. I mean, I don't think you know? I've heard. Uh, <laughs> Like I don't. But I would assume that most people that have gold probably do want Game Pass. You know. Well, I think until like I don't know like the full range of utility (coughs) that PS Now has at this point, but like until like from day one, one of the draws of Game Pass was like, hey, like you can get if you want to get DLC for the game, it will count in the game that you're playing through Games Pass. Whereas Mm -hmm. like that wasn't the case with PS Now. Uh, It might be. It might be a. It might be currently, but that wasn't always the case. Right. Um, yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't. I don't know. But like, I doubt it. But also, like, the idea <laughs> of downloading the game as opposed to streaming it is a much more attractive prospect. Right. Um, Which you can now do with some. Yeah. PS Now games. Um, but you know, Microsoft wants to go to streaming. Sony's trying to get away from that. It's and it's weird. Like they say they have a box that can do it. You know, I believe when I see it. Well, we know the technology exists, right? Because Switch is streaming Assassin's Creed Odyssey just fine yeah. overseas. Yeah. We just don't know that our infrastructure here can actually handle it. Well, because well, we don't have the greatest internet. Right. Uh, so it is possible they might have that tech. Yeah. But are they going to go lay in cable? Like I doubt it. No. You know? Like, cause I, I, like I would feel really good about it if like I had a, if I had one gigabit internet. Yeah. But I don't. And like I don't think most people do. Right. Um, but I don't know. The way people make video make money in video games is going to remain a mystery to me. Uh, especially after what I've seen this year so far. But um, I guess the only thing to do now is just kind of like like 2018 is coming to a close. So 
No. I mean, I guess the only thing to do now is look forward to what's happening next year. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can tell you one thing, though. I bet you anything. I, I will put money on when we see Microsoft at E3, they're going to they're gonna have another Sea of Thieves update for you. Woo! Um, I mean, it looks fun. It does look fun. I just don't... It'll but see. if I want to play it, I'll play it on my PC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I mean, so it goes. If you have an Xbox One you love it, let us know. And let us know why. Yeah. Uh, also, if you have a computer, let people know that they can't fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, all three of us do have an Xbox One. And yes. a computer. So, you know... It's not like we're just talking shit just to talk shit. But, but so we we can both we can simultaneously be fucked with and not be fucked with. Right. <laughs> Should I take us out? Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you obviously can listen to us on uh, any podcast, Stitcher, any of that. We're doing better about that. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, right, Ryan. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> If you're hearing this, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hearing this, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, man, even better about streaming. Look, I just accidentally spent a hundred, a hundred and forty-five dollars today uh, on that shit. So, Oops. Yeah, that my bad. <laughs> I was like, man, that seems too good to be true. Right. Oh well, I didn't look in. We've it. been streaming a lot more too, and yeah. if you drop in, I'm giving away a lot of games. So. Yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash save continue podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should start putting that in the description. Uh, Shanae is going to stream something. Slap shots. Yeah. She doesn't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. See you next week. Bye, guys.